This is a Main Hustle Media Podcast. Hello and welcome to the show. My name is Jackie O and you're listening to Militantly Mixed. Yo, this is Rashani from the Single Simulcast. And when I'm not making you laugh or making up parody songs, I'm kicking back listening to Militantly Mixed. Main Hustle Media podcasts are recorded on the ancestral lands of the Chumash, Tongva, Hohokam, and Yucateco Maya people. And we wish to pay our respects to the people of those nations, both past and present. Konnichi, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Militantly Mixed, the podcast about race and identity from the mixed race perspective. I'm your sir auntie, Charmaine Fury, and I wanted to jump on and, and do a quick update for y'all, just so you know um, what's going on with me and, 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 and everything. Um, every time I think to record an update, uh, it's usually after I've managed to go a couple hours without crying, and then the second I get ready to hit that record button the floodgates start again so um that's just where that's just where I'm at now so um the update is uh I want to say that language the language to express how I'm doing now I don't it doesn't work. I know what people want to hear me say is that I'm okay. And I don't believe that I am. And I don't believe that I will be. Um, I think people want to hear me say, I don't think that I'll be okay for a while, but I'll eventually be okay. And I don't believe that. Um, I've been in grief before for the loss of cats, my cats, and for the loss of uh, loved ones that I've cared a lot about, but I've never had anything come close to the grief that I'm experiencing, having lost Tristan. It's uh, it's pretty crazy to know that you're experiencing the worst thing that'll ever happen to you. Because for me, I don't think there's anything worse than losing my person. I know it'll be hard when I lose my cats as they start to age and and it'll be as intense as any of the other cats that I've lost, but um, there's no other people that I can lose that'll feel like this and there's no version of something happening to me, I think, that will feel as bad. <laughs> is losing Tristan. So I don't want to say that I'm okay or anything, but I will say that I am functioning 
it's been the word I've been using to describe uh, what I think is happening. And that is that I'm, I'm waking up every day. I'm feeding the cats every day. I do the cat litter most days, not every day. I'm showering most days, not every day. I'm taking out the garbage when it needs to be taken out. I'm not really cleaning the house unless it's an immediate need to clean. Something, spot cleaning, I guess. Um, that's, that's it. That's what's happening. Um, I'm packing intermittently to return to the U.S. and um, making those plans. Uh, but as far as uh, being okay, uh, I don't think I'm even trying for that. I, I don't think it's necessary. Um, what's necessary is that I keep my shit together so that I can keep my cats healthy and, and um, hopefully thriving in uh in what's left of their lifetime uh, as for me i am making plans for things um for the future knowing that i have to have one um and you know that's a good project to have but uh, I have no idea when I'll be stable enough financially to do some of the things I need to do to be independent again, because unfortunately where I'm sitting now, I am at the mercy of uh, loving friends that are willing to look after me and, and, and help provide me with uh, food or funds or a place to stay when I get back to the States. Um, and I do, I have some amazing friends that are stepping up to help me and I'll never be able to repay the kind of generosity that they're providing. But they're giving me options, which is what I need right now. Uh, in addition to that, I have been working again because I need to get back to work eventually and uh, I've been doing Matcha Masala Murder, my, my newer podcast, my true crime podcast that I co-host with Rhea Mayakur from the Mixed Race Mama podcast. And that, more than anything, has been helpful in, in uh, I guess, uh, getting me functional. Uh, having a project to work on has always been the thing that helped dig me out of uh, major depression in the past. And, and while I won't say that I will be digging myself out of this grief, um, what it is doing is allowing me to focus on something I must do. So I have to get up. I have to take a shower. I have to. I have to. I have to. And it's nice to have um, somewhat of a schedule um, to to help me be a little bit more functional. We meet once a week to record. Uh, we have to do our research throughout our, our work week, our, our story week. Um, I'm doing the editing on the show as I've always done. And um, Rhea handles our social media and... Um, it's been 
a helpful thing to do and and in in I'm trying not to feel guilt about saying this, but in in small pack packets, I'm getting these moments of of joy or uh, fun, I guess, in um, in getting to spend time with Rhea for the show. Uh, the weird thing that's happening now uh, is that any time I I have a moment of joy or laughter from a TV show or in conversation with a friend, I'm immediately smacked down with this guilt of that I shouldn't be feeling joy right now. And I, I don't believe that that is something that Tristan would have wanted for me, but I, I, it's a natural thing. I think that happens when you're in grief, you feel like you shouldn't be in any kind of joy. And I don't know when I'll be able to feel joy, joy, but I'm having these tiny bursts uh, and a lot of that comes with um, Marcha Masala and Murder right now. So I I, I want to get on to say that I'm I can't make promises right now of of what's going to happen with Militantly Mixed or, or when I will be in a position to come back full tilt or if I even can. Um, I to do Militantly Mixed requires me being vulnerable for people, but me also being available for their vulnerability. And that is a very important element of the show, It's and it's something that I value uh, quite a bit. But I am not in a place right now to be available for other people's vulnerability. And I will not fake it, just for the sake of keeping the show going. Um, I don't want to do that to anybody else. I want to be the present, the type of present that I have been able to be in the past for people because I am a person of service and Militantly Mixed was one of my acts of service. Um, I can't picture being that right now um, or soon even. So I don't have an answer. And I have been giving, getting DMs and emails and people, and I know that it's well-intentioned, but it's, it's, it's very pressure-creating. Uh, people sending me messages saying that they miss the show and they can't wait for me to come back. Um, there's usually some kind of message that says they understand what I'm going through right now and take my time and blah, 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 but um, I don't think they realize how insensitive it is to apply that kind of pressure on a person going through grief. Um, because the fact of the matter is, what if I never am capable of coming back? And now I've just had a, a DM box filled with people saying, take your time, come back when you can, but I can't wait for it because I really rely on it. Um, and while that may be true, uh, I, I I can't, I can't right now, I, I can't. And I don't know when I can or if I can. And that's the fact of the matter. Um, I don't have an answer for what militantly mixed looks like in my grief right now.
there are a few things that are related to grief that I was actually going to be doing prior to the hiatus that got pushed back because of different things that happened. Um, a, a panel discussion that is in the that has been in the works for several months that kept getting pushed back because of various things, and then now has been pushed back even further because of my loss. Um, I want to try to be present for that. I don't know that I can. And I don't want to do a disservice to any of the participants because I can't. Uh, mixed Auntie Confidential, same thing. I want to be able to do that, but I don't feel that I can be present for it, so I don't know. I don't have an answer. Uh, as far as an update for what's going on with me, separate from me as as, as the host of Militantly Mixed, um, I am in in the process of returning to the U.S. I um, I have tickets for my first trip back to the U.S. This is going to be a multiple tiered thing because unfortunately I've discovered that I don't have enough stuff for any movers to move my stuff internationally. And if I were to do it through FedEx like everybody's telling me to do it, it will cost an insane amount of money which I don't have. So literally both the most effective and cheapest way to do this is to literally fly back and forth with all my shit. And my husband and I, over the course of two trips with four people, brought 16 pieces of luggage over. And me being one person um, with four cats and 16 luggage worth of stuff, can't do that in one go. Uh, I have a friend who's already going to be in Mexico with family, is going to reroute their trip um, home to come to me to help me take a cat and however many pieces of luggage that I can bring back in one go uh, in mid-February. And that will be my first leg of the journey. Um, I will be dropping my cats off at the home that I'll be staying at with my friends that are have been... A huge part of me getting to Mexico and a huge part of me getting back to the U.S. Um, my friend Shay and Jeff, uh, they've done so much for me over the years, but uh, the way that they have been present for me through this, I'll just never be able to repay that kind of generosity. Uh, and they will look after my two younger cats as I return to Medida and continue to pack and prepare for the second leg, which will involve one of those friends from the U.S. coming to Medida to help me bring my other two cats and whatever bits of luggage that we can bring. And if at that point we get enough over that I can ship the rest, great. Um, but if it turns out that I still need to take it over a plane, I might be flying three times back and forth uh, just with my stuff. Because the thing is, we didn't bring any excess. We only brought, we reduced down to even get to Mexico, down to just what we felt was essential for our new life. And what we brought to Mexico was that. So there's nothing I have here that I don't want to keep, um, including my husband's stuff, because I'm not ready to decide if I want to part with any of his stuff so that's the update um, it'll probably take me at least a month between the first trip and the last trip 
uh, to get everything back to the States, but it is what it is. And uh, I have some amazing friends that have really stepped up to help me do this. Um, and I've experienced some amazing generosity from friends, family, and strangers through the GoFundMe um, that my friend put up for me. Uh, we haven't quite hit the goal yet, but we're we're closing in on it. Um, in fact, there's been more expenses that I need to kind of tack on to it, so I, I think we're going to be increasing that goal soon. But um, uh, I wouldn't have been able to make it this far without the donations of, of um, people. And there's so many people on that list whose names I don't know. So I don't know if they're people who knew Tristan, if they're people who know friends of mine, if they're listeners that I've never interacted with. I, I, I don't know, but there are so many people in those donations that I've never seen their names before. And I'm, I'm blown away and overwhelmed that, um, people care enough for a stranger to donate, to help keep them afloat during something like this. Um, so I, I'll I'll post the GoFundMe link in the show notes, and it's, of course, on the Militantly Mixed social media as well. But um, I just want to say thank you to anybody listening that has participated in, the, in either the donations and or uh, sharing it, because I've also seen it shared many times over social media. And um, I, I, uh, you know, you just don't expect people to come through for you when you've had a life like the one I, I had before. And so to think that there's so many strangers that came through, I just am really overwhelmed by that. Um, and very grateful. My priority right now is to keep my cats healthy and, and uh, thriving until, until they are too old. And um, the support has, has been helping to get me to a place that I can keep them healthy, and that's what I want to do. Because uh, I have two old ones right now. They're um, 17, and they both have different health issues, and I, I want them to be as healthy as possible until the end. And then I have two almost 10-year-olds that are that are healthy now. But, um, you know, I want everybody to stay healthy as long as possible because I'm not ready for those losses yet either. Uh, so that's it. That's the update. Um, uh, the, the book is still in process. Um, I, I will admit I haven't touched it in, uh, since things started getting very difficult in, in November or October. Um, outside of uh, my husband's death, there was already issues that we were having, both health issues and and life difficulties that was um, putting the brakes on the production of the book. But um, uh, just to assure people who've participated, uh, the money that has been donated and or um, sent in for application fees is sitting in a, a savings account for the book. It's, it's not being spent anywhere else. Um, it is still my intention to release the book n now this year instead of last year. But... Um, I am slow going in my ability to focus on it. Um, some of the things people have written can be triggering, and so I'm reading it, and then I can't be present. Uh, that being said, I do have the support of Teresa um, to help me comb through 
bits of it, but, um, you know, I don't have a date right now because of what I'm going through. Uh, and one last thing, um, I, I militantly mix be your mix as self workshop was accepted in the critical mixed race studies conference that's taking place in Ohio in June. Um, I did learn that it was accepted after my husband died. And, and while I, I know that prior to my husband's death, I would have been very excited to get that news. Um, now I'm really struggling with getting to a place that I can be prepared for it. And so as of right now, I, I hope that I will be able to do it, but I don't know um, that I can because I still have to finish mapping it out and, and everything, let alone be present for it. So I will update everybody on those things as as I have more updates, and I will try to continue to update the audience through the show. Um, I think I can commit to at least once a month, but... Um, you know, I, I don't want to commit to anything more than that because I, I just don't know. And um, it does take a lot of energy to focus on, on even one show. And right now that show is Matcha, Masala, and Murder because it's it requires the least amount of emotional investment for me. And I can just do the work. Whereas Militantly Mixed and Blurred Comics both does have a, a personal and or emotional um, investment that will be really difficult for me right now. Um, so that's it. That's the update. Uh, thank you again for everybody who's been supporting me and sending um, kind messages. Uh, I, 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 I would just say that if you've, if you've never lost somebody or, or you haven't been in, in heavy grief before, a lot of what your natural inclination to say um, is actually quite triggering and... Um, and in some cases, just downright horrible, even though it's well-intentioned. Uh, so if you don't know what to say, I would default with that you're thinking of the person. Um, if there's something that you can offer to help, don't say, how can I help? But actually say, like, I can help by donating money to your GoFundMe, or I can help by sending you uh, food tonight, or I can, you know, I don't know share your GoFundMe, you know, whatever it is. Um, if it's someone you know personally, then, you know, like I can take you to the doctors if you need to go or something like that. Um, because one, making them try to figure out how they need help or want help in the moment is actually very difficult. It's very taxing and it's been happening to me a lot. And I didn't realize how taxing that was. Um, also, any anything that you think might be hopeful message to give to people um, actually is usually has the opposite effect, or at least in my experience, it's been the case. Um, certainly, some of the worst things that have been said to me since my husband died is, "At least you're young enough; you'll find love again." Fuck you for that. Um, because even if I do, and even if I want to, it's the last thing I'm thinking of right now. Um, he's in a better place. I'm an atheist. That means fucking nothing to me. And if a better place is not with me, fuck you for that too. Uh, <laughs> um, everything happens for a reason. It's basically the same thing. I'm an atheist, so it means fuck all to me. And if the reason is it's better for him not to be alive, fuck you for that, right? Uh, and then there's things that I think are meant to be well-intentioned, like... Um, you're strong, you're resilient, blah, blah, blah. I'm proud of you for how you're handling it. 
Um, I'm not strong or resilient. I literally have no fucking choice. My husband died and I'm still alive and I'm not suicidal. So I fucking have to live with it and I just have to keep going on. And that doesn't require strength or bravery or anything. It just fucking happens. Um, so I say all that to say I've been inundated with a lot of messages that um, that I understand they're well-intentioned, but they're, they're actually quite horrible when you break down what it is you're saying. So if you don't have anything that won't trigger people, the best thing to say is that I'm thinking of you, I'm here for you, and an actionable thing that you're capable of doing to offer them help rather than asking them what do they need for help. Um, I had a great message earlier today that said, once I'm stateside, if I need support for a meal or something like that, to let them know. And that was at least an actionable thing. I know that this friend could get me food one day once I'm stateside. Um, and it's something that I, I can, you know, cash in my head um, as as a, if, if things get desperate, I know that this friend will send me a meal. You know what I'm saying? Um, I have a friend here locally that she says, whenever I feel like I'm not capable of doing the dishes, I can just let her know and she'll come and do my dishes. It's an actionable thing. And it's actually been very kind and very helpful to have that. And I guess that's it. Um, that's the update for now. I will try to update again at least within a month and, um, I don't have a way to end this, so I'll just say be your mixed ass self and peace y'all like I usually do. Militantly Mix is a main hustle media podcast produced and hosted by me, Charmaine Fury. Music is by David Bogan, the one. You can follow us on social media on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Militantly Mixed. If you'd like to become a sponsor of Militantly Mixed, please go to patreon.com slash militantlymixed for monthly sponsorship or paypal.me slash militantlymixed for a one-time only donation. And if you like what you hear on Militantly Mixed, please subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. And don't forget to be your mixed-ass self. Main Hustle Media. Turn your side hustle into your main hustle.